Try to on my candy girl, the kind with the swirls. Oh, so good, baby, out of this world. Look so sweet, fell in love with your curves. Every time you speak, conversation like sir. S-U-G-A-R, you ain't her. Oh, honey, honey, put money on that bird. Let's keep it in the circle, you everything I deserve. Baby, want your sugar, I'm ready to get served. Sugar. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Burgers That Pops, the podcast with Pep. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined with my good friend, Rose. Hi, it's me, Rose. Um, you're, we're in for a doozy this week, guys. Oh, uh, it's... There's ups and downs, twists and turns, and none of them are um, what you'd uh, what you'd hope for, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> This is the story of, you know, three kids, or three stories about kids mm-hmm. and the Teens. murders. Murder, most foul. Um, it's, uh, yeah, so, like, this first episode we get into is, like, actually pretty well done, aside yeah. from, like, some weird editing choices. Yes, we're talking about uh, episodes 20 and 21. Uh, 20 is Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah. And, tw- and 21 is... I just watched it, I can't remember it. Oh, crap. Um, should we look it up? House of the Devil. House of the... Okay, yeah. House of the Devil is way too good of a name for um, the episode that that was. Yes. But, also, um, I don't think it really yeah, so t- fits super well, because the, the house, the titular house in that is not enough of a focus. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe they're also trying to imply that the white worm, with a Y, worm with a Y, is a house of the mm, devil. Maybe, maybe. Because, you know, ev- everyone was doing fucking sins in there. Everyone's Ugh. doing sins in all of Riverdale. Riverdale is a town of sinners, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Frankly, at this point, I'm on the Black Hood side. <laughs> From my perspective, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Tales from the Dark Side like starts out with like this faux documentary vibe, but it also has like weird VHS glitching that's like way out of place. Yeah, it it lo- it seems very Grindhouse. Yeah. But, like, in an obviously manufactured way that's, like, we know it's a show on the CW, guys. You don't have to try to trick us. Yeah, no, I, I think I uh, had this exact video editing uh, filter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, so what are you about to witness is three twisted tales connected to the tragic and macabre events that befell the town of Riverdale. Known as the Black Hood murders, they were all the more tragic because they were b- those who bore witness to these terrible things were so young. <gasps> and it's like got like a narrator who's doing it like that, and I was already like, yes, in. <laughs> oh hell yes, I'm loving this HBO bullshit. <laughs> it's got like a very like early two thousands nineties HBO documentary vibe for me, so I'm like, cool. <laughs> Uh, and so this episode is uh, split up into three, like, distinct storylines, which really helps us in the way we usually go through this uh, show. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, the way um, that our podcast works, for 
I think maybe they've been listening to us, you know? Uh, (laughs) Hey, creators of of, uh, Riverdale at at the CW, give me your wallet? Thank you. Well, I mean, they should, if they, honestly, if they've been listening, they should know that already. But still, we should restate it. They should. Well, maybe they cut out before the uh, before the. Plug oh, that's a good end. point. So we got to do know. it now. Some, some people have <laughs> plug it now. Plug it now. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast recently, and I got like extremely upset when people started plugging their shit at the beginning because I was like, "Oh my god, no one wants to hear this now." <laughs> oh. It's after like after you've done a good podcast job, and then at the end you go like, "Yeah, I want to hear what these people are doing. How I can give them my yeah, fucking money." It's just like. It's it's presumptuous to be like, give me your money before we begin. Anyways, um, so <laughs> podcast gripes yes. aside, we're we're I'm I'm not I'm by no means a professional, but um, <laughs> yeah. So this episode's got some fun stuff. Um, the uh, it starts with Jughead and Archie, <laughs> so you know the boys are back yes. in town. Uh, and. So, uh, Jughead is being, the favor is being called in. Well, first, uh, the yeah. Black Hood is, has put a note on burgers at Pops, at, at the Pops. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> he is saying that this is going to be a test this weekend uh, to see if people will not sin. Have, for 20 yeah if people if anyone in riverdale has a pure heart yes <laughs> which like you know um people who have read archie comics might know that um one of archie's few redeeming um few redeeming traits is supposedly his pure heart but it rarely comes up in this or actually yeah. anything <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, pure hearts. The, you know, favor that the lawyer did for him to help his dad come out, uh, get out earlier, uh, is being called in, yeah. and it is shipping a crate, uh, to Greendale. Yeah, Greendale, which, uh, we learned is fucked up for yeah. some reason. Penny, the lawyer, says, you don't want to be caught in Greendale after dark. And I'm like, I'm beginning to think we don't really want to be caught in Riverdale after dark either, but go on. <laughs> Elaborate. Uh, but part of that is, when also, we, you know, Greendale is uh, where Sabrina's from. Yeah, this is, yeah, so like, a thing that... Archie comics fans are supposed to understand is that's that's Sabrina's yes. home. Uh, and so as uh, so they decide that they're going to you know bring this across, but it's a big crate. Uh, so they need a, a truck. It won't work with uh, Jughead's bike. Yeah. So. He decides to go to his old pal, Archie. Hey, Archiekins, can I borrow your truck? That's my Jughead voice, yeah. BTW. And Archie is like, sure, but I'm going with you. Yeah, because he cares about his friend. Also, uh, the uh, Cheryl cuts in between them at one point 
in a moment we'll see later. But I just really need to state as soon as possible that she does call them Bert and Ernie. Yeah, she calls them Bert and Ernie. <laughs> and it's so fucking good. I love Cheryl. In this episode, I don't love Cheryl as much, but I still, like, love Cheryl intensely. Cheryl yeah. has some bad things with her right now. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. But, uh, yeah, so they have to deliver a crate. It's a nice nighttime road trip. Road trip um, with the boys! Yeah, guys, the boys are out. <laughs> um, the crate is, like, ridiculously oversized. It's... Like, it's a good thing that Archie is ripped, because, like, I'm not sure how how the lawyer expected anyone to pick it up. Yeah. Especially, like, Jughead alone. Archie's like, listen, I'm doing this for you, but where does this end? And Jughead's like, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm just living, you know, one moment at a time. Life's a hot, life is yeah, a highway, he... and I'm gonna ride it all night long. Damn, damn, it's true. He is Rascal Flatts. Yes. I think that's a Rascal Flatts. Yes, it is. I always get that song mixed up with Billy Ray Cyrus, and I can't really explain why. I can see it. That's my story. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like, Jughead does seem to insist that it's, like, a one-time thing, but it's, like, we know it's drugs. Yeah, we know it's It's drugs. never a one-time yeah, it's, thing. Yeah, we know that he is crossing a line at this point. Yeah. Uh... And so he's a he's he's chugging drugs yeah. in his truck. <laughs> uh, so they get a flat tire. Yeah, and I just want to say that like the like the mood of all like at least especially the first two are so is so good. Yeah, like it is very tense in like a a cool way. Yeah, I, I've noticed that they really have been leaning on the uh, like blue and pink lighting in this these episodes yeah the the bisexual yes. lighting <laughs> rt suggests crawling a triple c yeah they're they're their equivalent of triple a triple c and then um and then jughead's like no good uh there's drugs in the car yes. oh yeah all right let's call betty uh don't get her involved with this and then they're like, it's drugs in the car. And then they're like, <laughs> Kevin, though. And they're like, okay, cool. We can put Kevin. Kevin, in, we, yeah, that. We can involve we, we Kevin. We can put Kevin, the sheriff's son, in this. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Stupid, stupid Archie. Before any of that can happen, they, uh, a kindly truck driver appears. Yes, a kindly yet mysterious truck driver. I'm not sure if he was named, but he had a name when um when I was watching it with closed captioning on. It was like it's like I can't remember. It's it, like McGivney or something like that, right? Yeah, M- <laughs> yeah, M- McGinty. I McGinty, think. yeah. Which is um I guess a Riverdale old coot name if I ever heard yep. it. <laughs> uh, it's a Jughead. It's so he's like I'll take you. You know, driving to Greendale, so I'll take you. Uh, but, you know, it's gonna cost ya. And Jughead's like, okay, I have $18. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, okay, 18 bucks. Cool. And they load it up, and, uh, he's like, don't look under the tarp. And Jughead's like, okay. Yeah, and, <laughs> uh, 
cool, cool. And you can see like flies kind of gathering around the tarp. It's um Yeah. It's uh florid. <laughs> uh and so they drive off and Archie's like, ah oh, gee shucks, I gotta call triple C. And then he hears <laughs> But it's fine, there's no more drugs in yeah. the car. And so he looks and they he notices they're on the uh Riverdale Greendale border. Yeah. And then he hears a noise and a a bloody deer, like a zombie deer, walks out. Yeah, a deer just, like, covered in fucking blood. And he's like, ooh. <laughs> okay. He's like, okay, that's... Yeah, so after his and car gets it looks at him, fixed, and then, like, Archie's like, just kind of looks at it, and it just walks away. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking weird. Like, that, that was... The, um, I was definitely like, okay, this, like, Riverdale's getting super weird. I'm into it. Yeah. So it's like, um, so we, we, I think we see him get in the car and, uh, we don't know where he drives, which direction he drives though. So that's a little up in the air. Anyways, back with Jughead, he's in the car with this guy well, and he gives off a super weird vibe. Archie hasn't driven away yet because Triple C hasn't come yet. Oh, you're right. Sorry. My apologies. My timelines are yeah. off. But, like, I mean, that's, like, a five-second scene, so it's... <laughs> a five-second scene where a repairman is like, you're all good, Mr. Andrews. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this guy. Creepy. Surprise. Real creepy. Yeah, like, what the fuck? He's <laughs> listening to, like, a radio station where someone is talking about the Black Hood and says... Yeah, it's like, um... It's like one of those, like, televangelist stations, except, you know, for the radio. Radio evangelist. Radio. Yeah. A radio evangelist um, going on about church and sinners and how the black hood is good, actually. Uh, I believe the phrase is said that in his black hood is the light of God. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're really just going for this. It's good, and, um, um, I think it's, like, McGinty's, like, I agree. Like, Jughead's like, can I change the channel, please? (laughs) And then he's like, yeah, McGinty's like, I agree, actually. And, you know, it's like that old, uh, the, you know, the Riverdale Reaper. Yeah, and then Jughead's like, the Riverdale Reaper? It's very Scooby-Doo-esque. Uh, but he doesn't, uh kind of expunge on that until later mm-hmm. when they uh, hit a gas station and the guy's like hey you know pump you know i'll go pay for this you you pump you pump gas, gas. don't look under and the don't tarp. look under the tarp <laughs> uh and jughead no- uh notices that there's blood seeping out from the tarp yeah and he's like gotta look under it's the like tarp. i gotta look under, look under the tarp. tarp and he looks and it's a deer yeah, it's a dead deer, so, like, you could kind of assume that the deer that's covered in blood was the deer that was with the other deer, so, like, when that deer got shot, it probably got sprayed. Yeah. I also just appreciated it as a weird thing. Yeah, no, it's that, too, but, um, things are tying together. Yes. It's not that weird. And so... But Archie never knows that, so he's, like, always, like... <laughs> Haunted. What's up with that bloody deer? <laughs> that looked at me, and then, he, and then ran away. 
Am I cursed? Am I cursed? Yes, yes Archie. Archie, you are. You are cursed. Uh, cursed with bad decision making. <laughs> Literal garbage fire. <laughs> uh, but they, uh, the guy decides, like, hey, we're gonna go get food. Because there's, I think he the, he says that there's a cafe attached. They were hard cut to them in, like, the shittiest diner. This is no Pops. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is, like, the opposite of Pops. This does not have bisexual life. No. Um, it's not a fun place to hang out with your teenage friends, but, you know, it's a, it's a truck stop. Yeah, so. I mean, like, I've, I've had, like, lunches here at places like this before, and they were okay. <laughs> yeah, but maybe you didn't have them at, like... Like, midnight? 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and... <laughs> So, uh, Jughead starts talking to this guy about the Riverdale Reaper. Well, at mm-hmm. first the guy goes, like, oh, I know you looked at the tarp. I'm a hunter. <laughs> I have my permits. It's fine. And Jughead's like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, then why were you so, like, weird about it? <laughs> he doesn't actually say that, but he should. He was testing him. He was testing yeah, him. And he failed. He's a sinner. He failed the test. He... <laughs> The Riverdale Reaper's gonna get him good. Uh, and so the Riverdale Reaper is... Was a guy who went to a... Uh, like, house and killed four people. Like, all the members of the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... Um... It, Chuck is like, oh, what if that's the... What if that's the... You know, Black Hood, come back. Yeah, and then the guy was like... Yeah, people don't really know what happened to the guy who uh, who killed that family. Some say the lynch mob got him. Some say he just left town. Some say he's still in Riverdale today. And it's like, Ooh. Well, he, he left town and started preaching for the devil, which... <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, left town and started preaching for the devil. It's a very good um, phrase. Yes, it's a good Riverdaleism. Dalism. Uh, I my grandfather's called Dale, and he uh, sends me an email every single week. Oh my uh, god! He sends everyone in the family an email every single week, and he just that's called Dale's e musings. <laughs> Fuck! Does he know that blo- blogs exist? <laughs> I f- don't. No. So you're just like accidentally subscribed to Grandpa Dale's newsletter. Well, like, he asked my parents what my new email is, and then they gave it to him, and then they oh. just, he just started sending it. So it's not like I ever subscribed to it, it's I'm being forcefully oh. subscribed to it. Yeah, you're um basically being born into your family subscribed you to the weirdest uh newsletter that you could get in the email uh or wet or wedding into that family Mm. any any getting into this family subscribes you to a newsletter (laughs) no not a newsletter um, an (laughs) e-music how how do i get an e-music ashley help me out Uh, i'll start sending them along to you (laughs) Thank you. I need to read them. I, I gotta know what what uh, Grandpa Dale is They're like. Pretty boring. 
back in my day, it cost a quarter for three apples. These days, a lot of quarters. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, the guy is like, okay, you know, kid, you pay for this. And Jughead's like, no, I gave you my $18. <laughs> uh, and basically the, the guy is going to leave and take the crate with him. Yeah, he's stealing the crate because he knows it's valuable. Yeah. And then uh, Archie shows up because he's here to save the day. Made a good decision, actually. Yeah, he was like, gotta save my friend. Uh, and then the dude just yells and calls them, you know, sinners and how the the Reaper will get them. Yeah, uh, but they get their crate back, so it's all okay. Also, Archie like goes like, don't worry, I'll pay for this. Do you take debt? <laughs> debit cards. Do you, do you take debit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Archie. Um, he's a good boy, actually. Uh, and so... When he's not horny, he's a very good yeah. boy. Yeah, oh, he's horny next up. Oh, isn't he, He's though? horny for two things, sex and commitment. <laughs> he's horny to get married. And so, he ends up... Like, they make it to Greendale, make it to this warehouse, and two characters from Twin Peaks show up... <laughs> Yeah, just, like, very Twin Peaks-ish characters are just here. Well, like, what it specifically reminded me of is in the very Twin Peaks game, Deadly Premonition. Oh, yeah. There's that dude in the wheelchair, yeah. and... Yeah, that motherfucker. Oh, I hated that guy. Yeah, he sucked. He was scary. Yeah, he, and then there was the... His, uh, guy who spoke for him that spoke all in uh, rhymes. Yes. And there's like, so says Mr. Whatever that dude's name was. Um, Mr. Um, I don't yeah, know. I, I'm not going to look it up. Uh, <laughs> and they're like... I think he had a metal face, so I'm going to call him Mr. Metal Mr. Face. Mr. Metal Face. Uh, and so they're, she's like... Hard to rhyme with Metal yeah. Face, but you know... He does they, it. They he does it. Well. He, he listened to a lot of MF Doom to get it. <laughs> uh and so then he decides that he like well no they bring it in jughead's like okay cool this is a one-time deal and she's like no you're our new regular delivery boy jughead jones he's like what what <laughs> yeah um so basically oh that penny tricked him yep uh fooled and so they uh, are like, oh, dang, we got tricked. And so they drive back. And he confronts Penny. And she shows that she has footage of him on the circuit camera delivering the drugs. Yes. Not just him. Archie. Archie, yeah. too. And also, I should note that it does say that the drugs are being shipped in from Alaska. What the fuck? Like, on the side of the Where crate. Where is Riverdale? Where is Riverdale geographically? Canada. <laughs> that, that's the secret <laughs> hidden part of this show is that it all takes place in Canada. <laughs> that's true. I mean, everything on the CW was filmed in Vancouver. Yes. Uh, the Couve. But uh, that's also why Maple Syrup is so big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that does make sense. Damn. Uh, and so that's uh, Jughead and Archie's story.
Yeah. Next we got Josie's door. I was happy because we w- I wanted more Josie. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not like Josie's having fun here. No, this is Josie's not having any fun. Yeah. So uh, we learned that Josie has been plagued by night terrors. Yeah, and she's got like her throat is seizing up. Yeah, like when she when she gets scared, her uh, her throat seizes up and she can't sing. Um, which seems bad. Yeah. She's mostly concerned about her singing, which I get, but also seems bad just, like, in life. Yeah, it's just like, Josie, please be more concerned for your own well-being. No, but she's all about the music. (sighs) She's a a real artist at heart. Uh, We get introduced to this, like, kind of creepy janitor. Yeah, like, she stays after school pretty often to practice on her keyboard alone. Which um, I feel like she should she could do that at home. Yeah, well, I think maybe the thing is that like she needs the privacy of the after-school environment. I guess. I mean, listen. Oh, imagine if you were like singing cool songs and your mom showed up and is like, "What you playing, honey?" Yeah, no, that's true. Her mom does suck. <laughs> Every mom in this show is garbage. Uh, no, we'll get to Alice Cooper. Yeah. Archie's mom isn't bad. She's just, like, not there, so... Yeah. And, yeah, Jughead's... I was about to say Jughead's mom, but no, yeah, she definitely turned down her own kid, so... Yeah. Poor Jughead. Poor Jughead. Someone needs to help Juggy. Yeah. You know, I kind of want to be like Jughead, so someone needs to teach me how to Juggy. <sighs> Nope, not today. Uh, so, but, uh, Josie walks out, like, out of the place, and it, she feels like she's being watched. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. By whom? Whomstuff? Uh, and so this leads to, uh, it, does she get yelled at her mom the first night, or is that the second night? I think her mom gives her, like, a scolding the first night. Yeah, it's not until later where she gets, like, the full, like, here's what's going on. I think so, yeah. Uh, But Um, they were, they, uh, the, yeah, her mom yells at her, like, hey, you know, there's a serial killer, don't go be out after dark. But, uh, Josie doesn't listen. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and then the next day, uh... She open, uh, She's talking with Cheryl, and she finds a teddy bear in her locker with a threatening message. Yeah. Like, can no way be construed as, like, nice. Yeah, and it's like, um, and Cheryl's just like, ooh, who's your secret admirer? Is it ooh. the Black Hood? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, and I think they have an encounter with, um... What's his face from season one? You know the I'm guy. I'm trying to uh, find uh, that dude's name. He's just the guy. He's the guy. He was on the football team. He was just like, it's cool to demean women. <laughs> yeah, he was the dude like the with the book. I've got a book full of all of the women I've banged. I show it to my friends and they love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck. Chuck, right. He doesn't look like a Chuck. That's kind of my problem. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Chuck. 
I remember people being very mad about Chuck in the first season. Because uh, he's a very nice boy in the comics. Oh. <laughs> Listen, Listen, everyone. Not many people are nice boys in Riverdale, the TV show. Yeah. It's okay. It's a very different vibe. In this uh, episode, he... Yeah, he kind of implies that he is the one sending it, but it's only after Josie mentions it. Yeah, like, it... It's, like, pretty obvious he has a crush on Josie and is trying to, like, you know, get with her and also trying to be like, Josie, listen, I've changed. I'm a different man. I don't harass women or tell them or, or write their names down in books to show my friends because I don't have friends. Yeah, and she's first off, like, the first thing she does is just like, hey, fuck you, fuck off. Yeah. I don't want to deal with you. Uh, and, and then... then- uh- I think Cheryl uh, also shows up and is like, hey, fuck you, fuck off. I don't want to deal with you either. Yes. And so then uh, the... Uh, but that night, uh, you know, she needs a drive home. Mm-hmm. And Chuck's after school for some reason. Football. I don't Fo- know. Yeah, no, yeah, he's yeah, not football. on the football team anymore. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he decides that he is going that well, she d- asks him to uh take her home and he's like hey do my free stop at pops and she's like what red-blooded person wouldn't would say dare say no to pops yeah um and then he's uh, and then she's like but it's not a date and chuck's like not a date <laughs> yeah yeah but you know you can tell he's like want it to be a date they get cheese fries. It's cute. And it's, yeah. <laughs> it's actually like a nice, like, kind of chaste thing. Like, you know, they're getting cheese fries, drinking milkshakes, dancing, yeah. singing. Uh, he talks about how he's taking cartooning class, uh, uh, drawing classes because he wants to be a cartoonist. Yeah, he says, is... I want to draw, car- draw comic books or cartoons or something. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's nice. Which is what he does in the comics. Oh, re- that's that's cute. That's cool. I like that. And, like, you do actually kind of get the feeling that he is maybe trying to be a better person. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's possible, you know? Yes. Like, it's definitely a thing where, like, she is being kind of cautious, mm-hmm. but is also seeing that this dude is actually trying to be better. There, there's a cute moment where, you know, he's like, oh, you know, you know, Going to church more, you know, more on him. Yeah, he's going, going to... to... Ch- Pops, our daddy, Pops, comes yes. over and is like, Chuck, I've been loving seeing you at the church. Maybe you can get this one to come. And I'm like, oh, please. This is really <laughs> cute. I love these guys. And, like, she's like, did you set that up? And he's like, oh, I'm good, but I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, it was really cute. Um, uh, and, and then... then the- her mom has to show up and ruin it. Yeah, well, they were, first, they were dancing, you know? Yes. Because, like, it's, like, dancing in the middle of a diner, and he's just, like, live a little. <laughs> and she's like, sure. Yeah, the mom comes with the sheriff. Yeah. Fucking Sheriff Keller. Yeah, it's like, huh. And so, they, because uh, she, yeah, she mentioned that she was going to assign a deputy to her, maybe. Yeah, because, like, uh? Well, what we find out is, uh, at this part, is that uh, the mayor has been getting death threats. 
Yeah, the mayor's been getting like death threats, and like he mentioned that he was get that he had been getting like racist and mean letters in the mail when she was first elected, and now like they're back. Yeah, so and she she's says very, that like, the uh, scared uh, that the black hood may be, uh, you know, emboldening these people. Yes, um, and she said that some of the letters were starting to mention Josie, and she was really upset about that. Yes, and, and like she it, doesn't it, want her hanging out with that boy Chuck Clayton because he's a pig. It's it's a thing where I can totally see every like all the points of where she's coming from. Yeah, it's like well, if someone had you know given death threats to me and to my daughter, I yeah, no, I would probably be like, hey, come home early. <laughs> Yeah, no, I would probably feel the same way. Um, so it's like, you know, this is one of those instances where I don't necessarily think that Mayor McCoy is bad. She's not a bad mom today. But, no. you know, poor She's been a bad mom before. As has everyone in Riverdale, because again, town of sinners. Yes. And so uh, she goes uh, like back to school the next day, and there is a note in a uh, present waiting for her and yeah. the note is a drawing of her that says if i can't have you no one can yeah it's like what yeah and it's like who's been taking drawing classes and that's like oh. Chuck. so and, and then they open up the box and it's a pig's heart yeah that's like a lot that was a lot <laughs> Wasn't there, like, pig's blood earlier? Like, didn't Chuck use that or something? Pig's blood. Oh, yeah, the, there was pig's blood. Um, I believe that Veronica and Betty did pour pig's blood on Chuck at the, um, you know, when they kidnapped him in the hot tub. Yeah, and also I think someone had spilled it on Betty's locker oh, yeah. at some point. Yeah, on Betty's locker at one... There is a butcher in Riverdale who is indiscriminate about selling animal parts to teenagers. Yes. It's like, hey, are you going to get anything that's like, I don't know, normally edible? No, sir. It's like, well, I'm getting rid of it anyway. <laughs> uh, they always told me to use every part of the meat. But yeah, that's, um, that's, that's a thing. And so they instantly go to Chuck's and he's like, hey, what's up? Like, sorry about um, the day, you know, last night. And, um... And so they think that um, they think that Chuck might have sent it and Chuck's like I didn't send it and then you know they keep cutting to the janitor and he's do he's being like spooky and the, the spooky janitor drags Chuck out of the uh, school and tells him to stay away from uh, yeah. Josie because he cares about her in like a creepy janitor kind of way I guess <laughs> There's suspects abound on who could be sending Josie the scary letters. I should also mention that the music for this one is, like, really, really good. Like, Josie's playing, um, I think I think this song is called Spooky on the keyboard. And, um, you know, it's one of those old things. It's another cover song. It's good. For saying that they only do or traditional work, they've been doing a lot of covers. Uh, Cheryl was mentioning how she's going to get uh, Josie time in Abbey Road. Yeah, the recording studio, guys. And Without the pussycats. And she's like, cool, I, I'll try this out. And 
then the pussycats find out and they're like hey the pussycats are done yeah the pussycats are done i can't believe you're doing stuff without us as like they didn't let her talk at all it was weird it yeah that scene was i think probably like the low point of this episode yeah well the stuff that is with cheryl is also very bad but we'll we're about to get to that yeah um so um after all of that um she it's like, you has know, a nightmare about like choking while singing yeah like she has a nightmare about the black hood stabbing her while she's singing um yeah i don't know why i said choking yeah it's okay Okay, because you woke up choking yeah and she woke up choking and her mom's like ah it's just like oh no the night terrors poor josie yeah and it cuts to cheryl in her room and you know she's wearing her ridiculous marabou slippers (laughs) (laughs) um and she's got like a book and oh she's drawing and oh no she's the one that drew the the scary letter for Josie. Oh no. I oh no. It's the time honored tradition of having a character be a creepy lesbian. Yes. You Sorry, could cre- creepy lesbian stalker. Yep. Uh you could like the best way to look at it this is she is being like weirdly def- defensive of her to her own detriment because like at the beginning she's like listen you know you saved me from nick st Clair, yeah and i can never repay you for that but i will you know do everything in my power to get that yeah um and so you know she's framing um chuck in order to avoid josie from being hurt by chuck the same way veronica was or whatever yeah but you know, definitely in the next episode, they they're leaning in. It is definitely more of a you know love situation. Yeah, and like as a person who was shipping Cheryl and Josie, I am insulted. Yes, I'm I know. Like, oh my god, how dare you? <laughs> not how like dare this. you do this in my house? Not like this in my fucking house. Ah, not like like this. I I know Riverdale is really heavy on all of the you know, like, the tropes and stuff. Yeah. But, like, it it just felt like they were, like, subverting some with, like, you know, how they had Kevin, how they handled, like, the Kevin and Betty thing, or how they, um, you know, how they were, like, kind of humanizing Moose a little. So it's, it's really disappointing that, like, it seems like the payoff for that is that Cheryl is a creepy queer stalker. Yes, and, like, ever since, like, and, like, Tony has just fallen into the background. She is not a character anymore. Yeah, like, where where are you at, Tony? We see her in, like, one scene in the next episode, and that's it. Yeah. Um, and, like, in some ways, I'm kind of, like, relieved, because I wasn't really digging the way she was written in the first place, but I, I feel like the solution isn't just turning her into a non-entity. Yes. No, I, I definitely felt like every, like, she was very, like, a lot of forced stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, did, I did not think that, like, 
just her turning into a non-existent character was the way to go. Uh, and then the third story is Betty and Veronica. It's really good. It's really good. It's uh, it it's does good to see the basically girls shoot. Together. Yeah, it does basically shoot down my theory. Yeah, of um, of, of Sheriff Keller, Keller being, being the, black hood. the black hood. He is. Um, He's got his own secret, though. Yeah, and it's that he's ripped. <laughs> he's got dad bod. He's got a dad bod with dad mods, and the dad mods are abs. <laughs> Do you buy those, or are those his mods? <laughs> Downloaded it from Steam? <laughs> no, Nexus mods, come on. He's oh, okay, a man okay, of okay, okay. He is a man of culture. <laughs> you got Those are right next to the clean faces mods. <laughs> the better bodies mod for yeah. Riverdale. <laughs> Impossible. True. Everyone is beautiful and jacked. Uh, and so Betty is like, "Oh, I think I, like you know, like oh, how did the Black Hood sneak into the?" Yeah, she's like, "I have a theory about the Black Hood," and Veronica's like, "No, about Sheriff Keller." Oh, yeah, sorry. And Veronica's I like, have... oh, I, I have a theory, too. Let's say at the same time. <laughs> yeah, so Veronica thinks that Sheriff Keller is having an affair. And um, Betty thinks that he is the Black Hood. So they kind of get into, like, this detective contest to figure out who's right. Yeah. And Betty's like, well, I mean, we could both be right. And then Veronica's like, no, but I'm saying you're wrong and that he is not the Black Hood and is having an affair. Uh, and so where that eventually leads is Betty eventually goes to the police station to start researching that. Yeah. And he is very open of like, this is how it happened. He broke in here. Here's photos. Yeah. Here's a <laughs> here. Here's all this. And it's like, OK. Okay. Um, and then Veronica's like, I'm going to have a sleepover at Kevin's house to take his mind off of things and also to stalk his dad. <laughs> and also, Kevin at sleepovers is insane. <laughs> it's... What is he playing? What game is he playing? <laughs> he's just like... He's such a good boy at sleepovers somehow. <laughs> He's just like, all right, Veronica, um, could you get me a glass of milk? <laughs> I'm getting milk! Like, and like, also, like, if you get a six, then, like, that means that you control, like, control the castle of Amulin. And she's just... Yeah, they're playing, like, Settlers like, cool. of Catan or something. It, it's got, like, figures of, like, in, like, varying sizes and a D20, but also just a bunch of D6s. I, yeah, like, I'm not sure what they were playing. Maybe Warhammer? I'm not sure how you play Warhammer. But from they, what, one of my friends, Luke, just said that the Riverdale prop department just went to the board game section and just grabbed everything, like, grabbed a handful of stuff and just threw it on a board. Great. <laughs> like, that's Good. probably what happened. Quality. Um... But, uh, yeah, so Kevin Keller is teaching Veronica to play nerd games, and Veronica's like, 
well, I'm going to go get some water. Do you need anything? And he's like, yeah, I'll have a glass of milk. And I'm like, how is he? The, how is he such a big nerd? <laughs> he's the biggest nerd. It's uh, great. So in, she gets a call from Betty. There's like kind of slick, you know, split screen stuff. Yeah. And she ends up going downstairs. And you like, you hear just like, just like. She's like, the office is locked. And and then um, she's like, okay, well, go to the basement. <laughs> and she's like, no. <laughs> but uh, she goes anyways. Um, and we hear like a like rhythmic like sound. Yeah, so it's like, what is that? And um, it's Sheriff Keller lifting weights. Yeah. <laughs> he's for he's a, getting. For a second, I thought it was Sheriff Keller jerking it. Fuck. Yeah, I was just like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Because <laughs> it's like. But, <sighs> I don't. And listen, Ashley, I don't, I don't need to hear it again. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> but our our listeners absolutely do. So yes, I'll just replay it again and again throughout the rest of this podcast. <laughs> Every time there's like a lulling conversation, you can just play that. Yeah. Uh, but, so Veronica is like being like, hello. <laughs> Yeah, he's shirtless, by the way, and she's like, wow, Sheriff Keller coming for Archie Andrews's crown. And he's like, I don't work out for vain reasons. I do it. <laughs> for the job. It, <laughs> it builds morale, determination. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he is immediately not like, hey, don't fucking, like, hit on me. Yeah, I'm no, he's just... married man. Yeah, he's just like... You know, trying to be cool, but, like, also professional. Yeah. Um, it reminded uh, me a lot of American Beauty, and I'm like, mm, that's not... Yeah. In, in hindsight, that movie is a lot less good, you know? Yeah. I, I do love that she was, like... The excuse she comes up with is, like, oh, I was looking for soda, and there wasn't any in the fridge upstairs. Yeah, like, and he's like, yeah, that's all down here. Empty? And he's like, oh, don't worry. And I'm like, oh, hell yes, they are definitely a family <laughs> with two fridges. One upstairs, one in the basement. <laughs> well, that, I, I've been in that house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and My so... friend, when I was growing up, she had like a, um, there was a fridge in the garage that had all the soda. And then the fridge in the house had all the food and the milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's a good division. Yeah. Uh, and so she leaves and is like, well, you know, it seems like, and also we find out that, uh, his wife is in the military and yeah, the is, Marines, I think. Yeah. Stationed overseas. Yeah. So, um, that's why he's, you know, that that's why his wife's not around. Yeah. Uh, and giving so. Giving him the perfect cover for an affair. Yes. And so like Veronica is like, well, he's definitely not the black hood, but he's definitely cheating. And yeah. Betty's like, I still don't believe it. Yeah. Um, so... Also, I should mention that Kevin does come down into the basement and sees... With a glass of milk? With a glass of milk, seeing, like, fucking... <laughs> seeing Veronica and his shirtless father drinking <laughs> sodas. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this must be a confusing time of his life. Ah, uh, it must be. Uh, so Betty decides that she is... And, like, while the rest of the two were, like, very tense and, like, very, like, moody lighting, like, all very serious, like, this one's much more fun. Yeah, this one's very lighthearted, which I appreciate, because, um, one, I missed fun times with Betty and Veronica, and two, God, I need a break. 
Yeah, also, like, it was good to see Betty and Veronica as detectives. Yeah, and friends. Yeah. And so then that leads to her breaking into uh, his uh, yeah. office. Yeah, Betty breaks into Sheriff Keller's office, um, and it's and insane. She, like, just, like, is looking at the Black Hood and it's like, okay, it's obvious that he's the Black Hood. And, and it's like, then, no, it's a murder wall because he's a cop. Yeah, and then she finds the, uh, a Black Hood in his... In his drawer, and she's just like, well, that seals it. And then he walks in, and she's like, and he's like, um, what are you doing? Uh, Betty? Uh, and so then that calls in, uh, Hal. Yeah. And, They're at uh, the station, and Hal's like, and, and, um, Sheriff Keller's like, um, here's, here's, here's my logbook, here's where I was at all of these times, um, and, uh, I'm not the Black Hood, but I can see why your daughter would be confused. Yeah, like, <laughs> Let's he is, not again, tell anyone about this. <laughs> again, just very open, it's like, well, you know, you, she found the, the, the Black Hood was the one that, uh, Reggie had. Yeah, that's the one that um, Reggie had that was in Archie's uh, locker. And yeah. This is like, oh, yeah, it all makes sense. Yeah, like he explains everything. And (laughs) it's just like, oh, so it is. (laughs) Uh, But Betty's still not satisfied. No. It says they're going to, because he keeps like leaving at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, he keeps leaving really early. So it's like, geez. All right, Betty and Veronica are going to stalk him. Yeah, these kids never sleep anymore. No, they don't. Maybe they sleep in their classes. I want to see, yeah. like, their report cards at the end of the year. <laughs> uh, and so then that, uh, they end up going to a motel following him. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, he's going to kill somebody here. And, yeah, like, Veronica's like, no, he's not. He's going to fuck somebody. <laughs> And, um, so they get to the, uh, they get to the motel, he opens the door, and who opens the door? <gasps> Mayor McCoy? What? And they start, like, making out, and it's like, oh my god, the sheriff is having an affair with the mayor, and they're both married, but separated, technically? Ah! I, it's... They could not handle, like... You're supposed to do it inside the room. That's the whole reason why you got the room. Like, don't... Yeah. If you're doing this on the down low, don't make out in front of the, you know, right at the doorway. That's that's bad form. Bad form. Well, you know, they do go in the room, but but that... Yeah. (laughs) You would think they'd be able to afford a place nicer than this, like, cheap-ass motel, though, right? She's the Well, I I think that they, like, that there's a purpose for that. Oh, and that's, like, you know, no one would see it? Yeah, in, like, a place like that, you know, no one will say anything. Yeah. Also, I think Mayor McCoy is already staying in a hotel, like, a nice one with her daughter until, uh, she stops getting death threats, so... Yeah, until the heat die de- dies down. <laughs> yeah, so it's not like she can just have two hotels, her family hotel and her fuck hotel. <laughs> she has the family hotel and the fuck motel. Thank you. <laughs> The hotel, thank you. <laughs> oh, god damn it! Please die. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but it definitely, like, it definitely colors, like, Sheriff Keller being with Josie's mom for the whole Josie thing. Like, it colors that whole relationship. Yeah. 
It all comes together really well. Um, What I love at the end of the episode is that everyone is sitting in different booths at Pops at the end. Uh, Veronica sees Archie and uh, Jughead come in and they're like, hey, we should go sit with them. And then like goes like, oh, no, it seems like they're having a bromant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like everyone is at different booths at Pops and um, he gets a call. Yeah, Pops, our daddy, gets a call. Um... And I love that the Black Hood just decides, I'll call the diner. That's where everyone's at. And then he's just like, my verdict is in. You failed. It's like, oh, there's sinners. Like, and then he goes like, the reaping has begun. They're sinners. Yeah. Uh, that's, really that's good episode. first episode. Yeah. Time to talk really about good. the bad one. <laughs> oh my god, the bad one is such a mess. And it's just like so much needless drama. It, yeah. So, next episode, um, Jughead's dad gets out of prison. Yay! Yeah, like, the, the, he, uh, Jughead gets a call pretty early on where he's like, hey, my dad's out of prison, and they're Party. like, how? And, uh, like, he doesn't exactly want to say, like, that, oh, that was one of the things that we learned, because the whole thing was, uh, like, oh, we need to get your dad out of prison now, because the ghoulies, like... The ghoulies fucked him up in prison. Yeah, like his face is all fucked up now. He's no longer a hot dad. And then Jughead saw his dad like at visiting hours and he was still hot. He's like, what the fuck? Hold on. My dad is still daddy. What's going on? And then Penny's like, oh yeah, I just incentivized you a little. It's fine. And then she's like, I own you now. (laughs) It's cool. (laughs) It's cool. I just own a boy now. Well, so what she says is that her dad... Well, his dad broke a promise for her. Yeah. And now he's incurring the debt. Yeah, you know, sins of the father, etc. Yeah, um, I, I saw I'm, someone... I'm just going to assume that the uh, that the promise that was broken, though, involved drugs. So... <laughs> it could involve drugs. I also saw someone make the wild theory that she is the mother of Sweet Pea. Because <gasps> um... Peabody... Yeah, that could be it. And that would explain why Sweet Pea seems to look a little bit like, uh, you know, uh, Jughead's dad, FP. Uh Huh. 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 Interesting theory. (laughs) Uh, and so, he he doesn't want to just say, like, oh, yeah, like, the crooked lawyer that has me dead to rights. Uh, is going got him out so he's like oh you know this you know overcrowding you know <laughs> they just thought it was time i guess <laughs> uh and so but they want uh veronica and archie to <laughs> i like to be them at and follow up on a clue yeah at the murder house yeah well cuz it turns out that the murder house is also where uh Betty had got sent to by the black uh the black hood. Yeah, and where where he made her look in the mirror with the hood on and be like, "We're the same." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's obviously fucked up. So. Yeah, and so Betty doesn't want to go back there. For obvious reasons. Uh-huh. Um so they send Archie and Veronica to go be them. <laughs> yes. Uh and uh I did kind of like the scene of them 
putting together the murder. Yeah, just, like, fig- finding all the evidence, figuring out what happened. And, like, so the story is, um, the story that they uncover is that, oh, there was another child at the house. Um, yeah. A, a, J- a JC. JC. Homestuff. <laughs> Uh, and also, like, they find the files of the cop there. Yeah, they find the the files of the old um, detective that was working the case um, at the house. Like, a- apparently he was stashing his files there. I guess. Sure. Whatevs. Whatever floats your boat, cop man. Uh, Cops in Riverdale are not great. <laughs> no. Cops in general, not great. Yeah, no, cops in general bad but like in riverdale it's not so much that they're corrupt it's more just like terrible at their jobs yes uh and can't detect shit that whole story kind of gets wrapped up pretty quick they're like oh we looked through the yearbook like oh we found out it's this dude oh it's the it's the janitor let's talk to the janitor oh the murderer got killed by his friends uh, like, all those oh. years ago. Okay, so we just pulled up all these traumatic memories for you for nothing. It's cool. <laughs> but Veronica, and, like, like, kept trying to grill him, and Archie was like, It's not him. The eyes. Yeah. The <laughs> and eyes. Like, and I was like, oh, okay. Legit. <laughs> and so then, uh, after that, uh, well, yeah, no, that's the end of that story. Betty and Jughead are like, so FP decides that he's going, getting out of the serpents. Yeah, he's going straight. He's uh, he's in AA now. He doesn't drink. He doesn't. <laughs> Jughead, I don't eat or drink anymore. <laughs> uh, um, and so, but they're like, hey, like we should throw a party. Yeah, well, retirement okay. party. So when they get FP out of, okay, I need to talk about this. Yeah. When they get Jughead's dad out of prison. Uh, Betty had talked to her mom because she, like, I need the station wagon to go pick up FP. Mm-hmm. And, and her mom's like, I'll drive. Yeah, her mom at first is like, no. And then she's like, I'll drive. <laughs> and so when she sees FP, she goes, is it true what they say about men who just got out of prison? He's like, what do they say? And she goes, that they're extremely sexually frustrated. I'm like, whoa! Yeah! That is not your character at all! <laughs> There was obviously some old flame between them, right? Like, I mean, yeah, right? but it, it it just feels. No, yeah, it, it does feel gross. It feels and really weird. gross, and like for like the super conservative character of Alice Cooper, it feels super weird. Yeah, but like I guess what we kind of see is that like when Alice is around FP, she kind of acts more like her serpent self. Um, yeah. Her, uh, her Sersona, if you will. <sighs> Do you think J- uh, FP has a fursona? He has a snake. He's a naga. Yeah. <laughs> or I just, like, picture, like, him, like, in it, go walk into Jughead's room and seeing, like, a, a naga sona and, like, what I say? what I say? <laughs> I don't want you in this life. <laughs> Good. Uh, just so we just so we know, um, Luke Perry's persona is a fox. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that I believe that. Um, 
but then that uh yeah like they're like let's have a party and they invite Be- uh, veronica and archie yeah for some reason well like there was like a moment where it's like because they were like oh can you look through these yearbooks we're planning a party and then betty's like which you guys could totally come to and Jughead is also at the same time goes, you guys don't have to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, but they're like, we rented a karaoke machine. <laughs> they rented a karaoke machine. Oh, and Pops is catering it. Uh, Pops, well, it seems like he'll cater anything. This is like, party for crime lords? Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, Gang members? Cool. Um, but uh, that... I want Pops to cater my funeral. Uh, he'll do it. He will. And I also want him to deliver the eulogy. <laughs> because as as we've learned, he is, like, surprisingly dark sometimes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, so also another thing that's been happening with Betty, with uh, Veronica. I keep on saying Betty and Veronica because I just want them to be a couple. Right? Ugh, uh, another terrible. thing that's been happening with Veronica and Archie is that Archie said, I love you. Yeah. Okay. First of all, hold on. We got to talk about the weird montage of Jughead knowing every place they have had sex. Okay. Go. This is Jughead probably like as the narrator. Yeah. No, this is, they haven't done Jughead as a narrator for a few episodes and it comes back in this episode and I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Because he knows every single place Archie and Veronica have sex. It's really weird. And also that uh, Portugal the Man song plays. Yeah. Just, um... Everyone knows the one. It's in all the ads. Yeah. I like the song, but now no, I'm gonna I, I think... I think it's a good song, but now all I can think about is Archie and Veronica Archie fucking. in front of a fireplace. Yeah. And she's like, you always wanted to do it in the fireplace. I'm like, that's a weird thing. It's really it's specific, you know? Yeah. Everyone's got their kinks, though. Don't... Do not kink shame Archie. Of course that'd be Archie's kink, like, of, like, I want to do it not on a bed. <laughs> He's so vanilla. <laughs> I want to do it on a rug. <laughs> uh, I like it when the girl's on top or some shit like that. Yes. Archie. Archie. Uh, and so... Veronica is, like, asking her parents, like, oh, I don't know, it feels like I, it's not the right time to say I love you. And, and... Yeah, and then Archie's, like, to his dad, Dad, I said I love you to Veronica, and she didn't say I love you back. And his dad's just, like... His dad, you know, whenever his dad is about to sidle up with some, like, folksy dad knowledge, it's very, like, full house. He's just like, yeah. well, son. <laughs> Turn the chair around. <laughs> well, son. Did you tell her that you love her because you wanted her to say it back or because you wanted to say how you feel? And it's just like, huh, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. That's a real wisdom. Um, and so Everyone I did moves like... moves at their own pace, son. I did like the moment of Veronica going like, oh, I don't think I've ever seen like you two say it like to her parents. And she's like, ah. Oh. Uh... Yeah, it all it all, it all makes sense to her. Um, she has stunted development because her parents are cold. Uh, should we talk about 
the Cheryl Josie scene. Yeah, because they only have one scene in this episode, so I guess it's a good well, idea to get it out of the they way. Have, they have two. The other one oh. is where she knocks over the milkshake. Oh, yeah. I like that scene. Um, but we can get into that next. Um, okay. So they're in the school locker room after P.E. or whatever. Maybe maybe Vixen's practice? Is it football season? Are they ever actually cheerleading? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We saw but, it once in the first season. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so like, you know, they just got out of the showers and she's just like... Both of these episodes do, do have Josie in like a just a towel, which is weird. Yeah. Um, Cheryl is also in just a towel, but she... But she her towel is red, which is great. She brought her own towel from home and it's like very red and it's just like, that's my Cheryl. Um, and she's just like... Wow, Josie, you're so tense. I have some lavender essential oils in my bag. And then she's just like, let me give you a back massage. And Josie's like, uh, okay. Yeah, Josie's like, um, I guess. Yeah, it's a little... I mean, we know what they're going for. Yeah, it it, it is definitely like a, like, oh, it, you know, Cheryl's... Just wants Josie all to herself. Yeah. Wink, um, wink. <laughs> wink. Um, and then someone walks into the locker room. Uh, oh, it's janitor. not someone, it's the janitor. The janitor walks into the locker room and she screams at him and calls him a pervert. Um, which is like, I mean, just walking into locker rooms, that, you know, that happens. <laughs> I mean, you know, he he was going like, oh, he, he said that, like, like, I thought no one was in here because it's so late. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess it's probably, like, near after school. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Cheryl, like, screams him out of the room. And then Josie, and, and you know, it, it kills the mood. And Josie's just like, why'd you do that? Relax, Cheryl. <sighs> it's creepy. Uh, well, yeah, it, it... Like, Josie is already, like, clearly, like, it... It's not that where, like, Josie is like, oh, I would be open to a relationship with Cheryl at this moment. Yeah, no, it's it just is like clearly Cheryl pushing it on her, which makes it really uncomfortable. Of course. Um Ugh. I wish that, you know, they could go back to being friends. Um which is never a thing I say with fem slash guys. <laughs> yeah, it just I I'm real sad that this is the way they're doing it. Evil. Cursed. Obviously, no lesbians are involved with this production. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, um... Yeah, the milkshake scene after that. I love the milkshake scene. Um, just because it's so petty. It's just like, that's my Cheryl. Um, so Josie like, and... I will Cheryl. say, like, Cheryl is still Cheryl 100% throughout all of this. Yeah, so FP works at Pops now, because apparently that's where everyone works when they're trying not to do crimes. Yeah, before they inevitably get back into crime. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, he looks really fucking good in the uniform. It's just, he like, does. really weird. It, like, it suits he, him like, really he, well. Like, he leans into it, too. Like, God. Um... Anyways, so Cheryl, like, sees that F.P. Jones is working, and she drops her milkshake, and it's just like, oops, clean that up. And, um... Clean that up like you cleaned up the blood of my brother. 
Yeah! Just real sassy. And, you know, you can see, like, pangs of regret across F.P. Jones' face. And he's just like, right away. And I'll get you a new one, too. And it's just like, it's damn. Like on the house. F.P. is classy. Yeah. Because, like, Jughead's, like, in there. And he's, like, fucking ready to throw hands. He's just like, Cheryl, how fucking dare you? That's my dad. That's my dad. That's... <laughs> yeah. Uh... I love... <laughs> oh. Another scene with Jughead and his dad. This is one of the best scenes in the episode. It's um, it's before the party, and they're both on their motor on their motorcycles in their serpents jackets. Just going and, wild hogs. Yeah, just looking over a mountain, just being like, "Wow, majesty! <laughs> Look at this handsome family." <laughs> it's and very emotional. He he's like, listen. Like, listen, I know, like, you know, I know you're a serpent. Just promise me, you know, that you won't, that you'll try to keep it as clean as possible and that you'll keep writing. Yeah. Like, he tells him, I don't want you to make the same mistakes I did. I don't want you to, like, be stuck in Riverdale forever. And Jughead's like, Dad, I love it here. And then he's just like, promise me you'll keep writing. And it's just like, oh, papa. Yeah. It's really good. It's just like, this is probably the most human moment we see out of Jughead's dad. Um, yeah. Then, maybe uh, the, uh, the only human moment we'll ever see out of him ever again. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Rip. Uh, Be- Betty uh, is at the bar setting everything up. And For she's some... like, hey, I want to be like, I want to be, be around. too. She's like, I don't want to be a serpent, but I want to be serpent adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Tony it, Topaz is a bartender, and she I don't think she's 18. <laughs> no. Uh, it's just so, like, it's definitely not legal. Another like, one I, says, like... <laughs> another person says, like, oh, if you want to be a serpent, you gotta do the snake dance. Yeah, and she's like, what's the snake dance? And then it cuts to, like, a middle-aged woman, woman on, like, a pole, pole dancing... And it's just like, that's a snake dance. And then Tony's like, Ugh, it's a stupid, archaic tradition, and I tried to get it outlawed, but they won't listen. Because misogyny. It's a, still a biker gang. Yep. Um, Easy to forget that with all the teens in it. Yeah, all of the teens, you know? Um, I'm surprised they didn't go into like the whole, like, you know, a lot of these biker gangs are white supremacist groups, but... uh. You know, they want yeah, uh, they, they want the serpents to seem likable. Yes, yeah, somewhat likable. Uh, so she's like, "You don't want to know about that," and like Betty's like, "I want to know everything." <laughs> it's just like, Betty, this is not the way to discover your still blooming sexuality. <laughs> oh, is it not the way? <laughs> oh, is it? Anyways, cut to the um. So, you know, this shows, like, a clip of them getting dressed. But uh, Archie and Veronica are on the rocks right now because, you know, they still don't know how to, like, get past thing. this I love you thing. They said the L word. Lesbians? Yeah. No. No. Uh, and so... Uh, Veronica is there and, like, she talks to Archie, like, hey, I think we need to have a serious conversation. To which she responds, we're at a party, though. <laughs> 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 yeah and she's and he's like listen you know what I said was about how I was feeling to you 
And if you, you don't want to say it back to me, that's okay. If you're not, like, ready for that, it's fine. And it's just like, cool. But, you know, it's still awkward and obviously maybe not fine. He's, it becomes obvious that he is saying that, but does not, like, he's going, doing all of this. Like, it's okay if you don't, but I really want you to. Yeah. And he's like, I I really wish you did. Um, and so Veronica goes, okay, thanks for understanding. And Archie's like, okay. <laughs> he was, like, hurt. He was he was hoping that, like, this, like, great demonstration of what he assumes is a respectable man would, like, just, like, overpower her and just be like, oh, I love him so much. But, you know. It's not that easy. Teen. And he's, and he's like, well, listen, I got that song from Darnie Darko you, you love, or at least like. And then, like, walks off, and she's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, they're supposed to sing a duet later. Um, terrible thing. Uh, Betty's mom shows up, and... Ugh, I hated this. She's dressed like a biker mom, and she's like, I tried to get Betty to dress appropriately, and she didn't. And I kind of love the scene, though, where her mom is ordering a drink, is like, <laughs> I think she just asks for straight vodka, Yes. Or something, and then she's like, honey, what do you want, a Shirley Temple? <laughs> and it's just really fucking stupid and funny. But also, I really wanted to see, um, <laughs> I really wanted to see Betty drink a Sprite and Grenadine in a biker bar. Yes. Uh, it just seemed like a really weird scene to me because, like, like, okay, so, like, you know, Alice Cooper is, like, when she's around FP, she gets more into her snake Sona. Yeah. But, like, there's a whole thing of, you know, like, with after we've seen, like, a season or, like, half a season's worth of, like, oh, once you're in the snakes, it's ride or die. And if you get out of the snake, then it's, you're donezo. You know, we'll never, you're, you know, you, you've stabbed your back, you know, stabbed the family in the back. And yeah, and everyone's she just did like, that. And everyone's like, hey, it's Alice. Yeah, and it's just like, everyone's just like, oh, he's retiring? Okay. (laughs) I think it's supposed to be like, you can't betray them, but it's fine if you're like, you know. I'm done. Yeah, I assume they're aware that people get married. (laughs) I guess. Although it is weird that they're so down with her being back, even though she was like, you know, trying to destroy the South Side. (laughs) Yeah, like after she is like close down the school and lock up all the gangs. Yeah. Uh, Betty. Uh, Alice Cooper. So, so then Archie and Veronica start seeing Mad World and I died. It's a lot to take in. And, like, and neither of them are that great at singing it. And like, I think at their base, like both of those actors are good at singing. Yeah, but they never get to do, like, good song, good songs for singing on TV. Yes, and, like, I, it feels like they're doing it in a weird key. Yeah, and it's just, like, really droning, and it's just like, well, this is taking forever. Anyway, so after a while, it's just like they hit, like, a weird part of the song, and Veronica's just like, well, uh, I can't do this anymore. And then Archie goes after her, and then everyone's booing, like, finish Which- your karaoke, bitches! Which I found weird, because I'm like, the, this biker gang who does, is not interested in seeing mad worlds. I find it kind of funny. I kind of find it sad. And then, like, and like, all these gangs are like, I fucking love Johnny Darko. 
It would have been really funny if, like, you, like, cut to Tallboy in the back and he just, like, has a single tear. <laughs> For love lost or something. Yeah, we know that that's, that's, a, that's something we'll get into in season three. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, but uh, then Betty walks up. Yeah, Betty walks up and she continues singing. But also, what's this? She's unbuttoning her shirt? What the fuck? And she's wearing, like fancy lingerie underneath and while she's singing suddenly she's pole dancing and um i'm surprised her mom didn't immediately destroy her with a laser or some shit yeah like i'm I'm surprised her mom did not spear her off that stage (laughs) roman reigns it just like no (laughs) not like this (laughs) but yeah um and then, like, F.P. Jones, like, walks on stage and gives her a servant jacket to, like, cover up. I'm like, maybe not the best way to do that. Like, yeah, I, I but, understand like, he, he giving gives, her like, a, a jacket. Polite, he gives a polite clap because everyone is kind of just, like, stupefied by the whole thing. It's just like, it's like oh, this 16. high schooler just, yeah, just strip danced for, like, all of us. Yeah, and most of us are in our 40s. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Jughead is appalled, um... Yeah, like, Jughead's, like, definitely, like, why, why, you know, why did... We don't get that yet, but, uh, because F.P. Jones decides to give a speech. Yeah, um, and he suddenly reveals that he's not retiring, um, and that he's going to lead the snakes into a new era... (laughs) And Jughead's just like, no, this isn't what tonight was supposed to be! (laughs) And that's when uh, FP goes full Godfather. Yeah, FP's like, listen, I had to do this. Um, I wanted out, but I didn't want you in. And now, so if one of us is going to be out, one of us has to be in. <laughs> well, specifically, he finds out about uh, the deal with Peabody. Yeah, he finds out the deal with Peabody, and he's like, I have to do this for you. And he's, like, the, he's like, that's the one thing, the one thing. You broke yeah. my heart. Yeah, and it's just, like, it's really sad, um, because, you you know, you get this scene of him making, like, perfect eye contact with his son as, like, you know, the rest of the serpents surround him, and then he takes, like, this long, like, shot the of whiskey. The longest shot of whiskey. Yeah, the longest shot of whiskey, and it's just, like, really sad, because it's like, he was it's like, oh, egg. no, like, the, he was gonna he be is, straight, is... and now, the... <laughs> you're supposed to be straight edge. It's really sad. Um, anyway, so after all of that... Yeah, like, uh, the, the FP and Jughead stuff, like, always is the strongest part of this episode. Yeah, it's just, like, it's a, it's a real drama. Um, anyways, so, Veronica and Archie are, uh, broken up. And then... Yes. <laughs> somehow, I don't know, somehow this broke them up. <laughs> um, and then Betty and... Jughead, Betty is like waiting in the parking lot for Jughead all alone, and she's just like, and she's like, I did good, right? And he's like, No, I just wanted to be part of your world, Juggy. And Jughead's just like, Why would you think this was a good idea? And it's just, she was just like, I wanted to surprise you, but it's just the worst. It's the worst. Anytime Betty makes a surprise, like decides, I'm gonna surprise someone, it always turns out the worst. Yeah, it's just like, Betty, please, you can. You you can you can do a pole dance for your boyfriend. Just don't do it in front of forty year old men. That's just gonna make everyone uncomfortable. 
And don't do it as part of a gang initiation. And don't do it in front of your mom. Definitely don't do it in front of your mom. Yeah, her mom was pissed. <laughs> you know what? First time I agree with Alice Cooper. That was a, don't do that. Yeah, but you know, her mom maybe shouldn't have brought her to the party in the first place because she knows what Probably. these types are like. Well, I mean, and maybe Betty she shouldn't. It. She shouldn't have let her dance the full dance. Maybe she should have killed her. <laughs> yeah. Also, don't do a pole dance to Mad World. Yeah, guys, never do a pole dance to Mad World. This is like rule number one of pole dancing and rule number one of the film Donnie Darko. It's. I, I did. You know, while watching that her pole dance to Mad World, I did kind of find it funny. And but I found also, it really sad. Yeah, I found it. I found it kind of sad. And you know, the dreams in which I was dying were the best I'd ever had. Damn true. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that song was in the Gears of War commercial? Yeah. Before like every other video game like had a like sad you know acoustic song as their trailer music. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, that happened. Um. And, uh, yeah, so Bughead is broken up. Maybe for good this time? Probably not for good. Never for good. Probably not for good. Never for good. Then, uh, the ending of this episode bummed me the fuck out. Right, yeah, just dive right in. So, we get, like, Archie, he's heading back up, except this time he's, you know, back up to his room, but except this time he's not making out and then having sex with his girlfriend. Yeah, and he looks out the window, and there's Betty, and, you know, she's kind of sad. Um, and it's like... And they make Jack eye Hed's contact. Like narrating, like, you know, looking at the girl next door, like it's the first time. It's just really weird and awkward, and it's just like, okay, cool. We're bouncing the heads around, I guess. Yeah, like, we're just gonna do... We're just, we have finally arrived at Betty and Ver- Like, you know, the Betty-Veronica-Archie love triangle, but only with Archie. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but see, now I'm kind of hoping maybe we could get, like, by Veronica out of this. Just because I don't think she's straight. I, I don't think, I do not think Veronica's straight, whether they will ever reference that. I, I'm becoming less and less convinced. Yeah, no. Um, I'm not convinced either, but you know, uh. And with the way they are, they are currently writing writing gay women in this series. Oh yeah, it's probably never gonna happen. Um, but I can dream. I'll, oh, I'll, we can I'll all dream. Click in my pen. Gonna start writing my fanfics. Do it. Um, all right. Who who should the ship be? Uh, I always heard Veronica. Yeah. As the. Yeah, but see, since Betty and Archie is obviously the next thing, and I want to kind of write this in to fit in with the next season, I kind of want to, like, you know, maybe mix it up a little. So who should I, like, pull, pulling a girl character's name from a hat, who should it be? Uh, oh, wait, no, I figured it out. Ethel. Yes. Okay. Ethel. And this is called Vethel. <laughs> or uh, Erotica. No, gotta be Bethel. Yeah, no, that's not it. <laughs> Bethel. Bethel. Um, all right. I'm gonna be. 
Yeah, I'm gonna be very, very honest. I forgot to do a question post until this exact moment. Oh my god. Sorry. Um, hold on. Let, let me let me put some feelers out. Let me let me pop a, a tweet and see if someone will give an immediate quest answer. Uh, but yeah, like we kind of been saying throughout, I really like that first episode. It's, it's got a great mood, got great atmosphere, uh, good music, and moved the plot along in a way I actually kind of liked. Yeah. Uh, except for the Josie, uh, you know, stuff. Yeah, the fucking Cheryl and Josie will break my heart in the bad way, not in the good way. Yeah, so that was that. Was that. Um, do we have any predictions? <laughs> uh, now that my big, uh, you know, main person that I suspected is no longer it, I may align with uh, it being how even though that's kind of my go-to for this show. Yeah, it's just like, uh, I don't know who it is. It's Hal. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't like Hal at all, though. Like, that's just uh, a presence on screen. He's just like... <laughs> uh, I, I think Hal is at least the character, like, the maybe second Black Hood. Maybe, yeah. The one who's been um, calling his daughter, perhaps. Yes. Alright, so um, I asked for an immediate question about Riverdale for the podcast. Uh, Vaca underscore Frida, a.k.a. my friend Rito, he, uh, he asks, what the fuck? I ask him to be more specific, and he says, what the fucking fuck? And um, here's the answer. That's a good question. Here's the answer. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Um, so, yeah, what the, f- what the fuck? Yeah. My daddy would never stand for this. <laughs> never. Yeah, so but, I guess that about wraps it up, right? Yeah. Uh, the show, we're recording this on a Wednesday, and the show just had its uh, mid-season finale. Yeah, so we're gonna have to watch that soon. Mm-hmm. Perhaps next week we could uh, we could do that episode. Yeah, I mean, obviously, perhaps next week because that's yes. the most logical time to record this podcast. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so we'll get to that. Um, keep an eye out every nyan. It's gonna be a doozy, I bet. Hold on. <laughs> what did you say? Every nyan. Um, I perhaps said every nyan. Perhaps I did. All right, I'll look through the tapes. <laughs> Perhaps I did say every nyan, nyashly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, how about you um, You plug your stuff, Ashley? All right, uh, you can find me at your librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Yes. Uh, you can find uh, great podcasts like this one and other and you know other shows uh, such as uh, Teenagers with Attitude, War and Beast, uh, Transmission Radio, Totally Reprise, all those good ones. All those good audio, podcasts at audioentropy.com. And you can, um, I'm pretty sure there is some sort of uh, way to um, pay you for these podcasts. Is there not? 
well, there's a donate button on audioentropy.com if you want to support the website. But if you want to just support me, you can find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give her the wallet. Give her the wallet. Uh, Rose, where can people find you? You can find me on twitter.com forward slash box of hamsters or just at box of hamsters if you are uh, with it. (laughs) Um, And you can also find me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash honeyboy. And that's how you can give me your goddamn wallet. I put art there. I've had bad art block the past month or so, but um, I do perhaps have some some things to upload. So get get McFreakin' ready, everybody. Um, so yeah, that that about does it. Um, yep. Pop Tate is my daddy. Pop Tate is my daddy. See you later. Bye bye. Bye. I can teach you, but I have to charge my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can teach you, but I